and welcome to the Roundtable. This is a continuation of the International Conference Global Crisis. This already affects everyone, which was held on July 24th and was simultaneously translated into 72 languages, including the sign language, and all done by volunteers from all over the world. These people are already proven that unity is possible in today's world. Many topics were raised at the conference, and unfortunately not all threats uh, that humanity is facing right now were covered, even in the 12-hour stream. There is so much more, and that is why we have another conference coming up on December 4th. Global Crisis, the Time of the Truth. And one of the sharp topics that was raised on the conference was climate change. And of course, this is what we're going to talk about today. My name is Tali, and my co-host today, Anastasia, will introduce our guests. Thank you, Tali. Indeed, the topic of climate change is crucially important today. At the conference, the evidence and fact uh, showing that it, the cyclicity plays the main role in the climate change and it is not CO2 emissions. Definitely, CO2 is really bad for our planet. But all buzz around the CO2 unfortunately turning into the profitable business and with a lot of party involved selling these quotes. And as it was shown in the conference, the global warming is currently happening not only in our planet, but in our in another planet of solar systems as well as well. And there is no human presence there. And one of the main factors are the cosmic processes and cyclicity. And today we will hear the experts' opinion uh, from uh, Hebrew University of Jerusalem, Professor Nir Shaviv and Professor Matthias Holschneider, University of Potsdam, will present their views. And we also happy to introduce the ecology and climate change expert, Ivan Bizversenko. Thank you so much, Anastasia. And then we also have one of the speakers from the conference, Richie Anori, the legendary musician, member of the Swede band, whose recent song, System of the Slaves, is going viral on the internet right now. Also on the call, Sherry Watson. She's a pioneer of the disability movement in the U.S. and non-profit expert, published author, uh, whose books include bestseller, like The Power of the Purpose, non-profit startup guide. And all the way from India with us here, uh, great honor having Brigraj Singh. He's an expert in the area of banking and business development. Glad to have all of you with us today. And let's hear our guests' feedback about the conference. Can we start with you, Richie? Uh, hello, Richie. We would like to ask you how how it is important this conference and um, how it is to get your feedback about the conference. Well, I applaud you for what you're doing and for you to be able to put this many people together globally is an amazing thing. Uh, what you're doing, the topics you're covering, um, as I said in my other earlier interview, uh, I have a, a different perspective. I think art and culture philosophy uh, is the key 
uh, with the Creative Society, we join with you in addressing the problems and really looking at all the different, um, you know, aspects of just assuming that what is visible um, is not always the truth. What we think through the experts and the scientists are not always the truth. We have to be very careful uh, to understand that there's more hidden underneath the veil. And this is what I bring to the conference. And I appreciate everybody's perspective. And it was great hearing everybody's perspective on this. Thank you so much, Richard. Of course, you're talking about the experts that we hear on the media nonstop, but those are experts that are being paid to talk about CO2. The real experts, fortunately, do exist, and we were able to gather them at our conference, which is a great pleasure, along with visionaries and musicians and artists like yourself. How about Sherry? Let's, let's hear Sherry. Well, this is such a blessing, so, such an honor to be a part of this. And everyone that's been a part, this is just the beginning. What the creative side is doing is gathering people together to lead a movement of we the people. So we together address climate change. We address artificial intelligence. We address our loss of freedoms together coming up with a solution and that's what's so beautiful about what you're doing to bring all the voices together you know we've come so divided in this world and it's a divide and conquer we went through it with the disability movement you guys 30 some years ago i lived in the all-american dream i had a head injury i was in a coma i had to relearn how to walk and talk and swallow everything we take for granted. But together, we, people with disabilities, we led a movement. We, together, sat with our leaders, and we said, we'll create our own America, and we'll tell you what it's going to look like. And then we ventured out into the world and brought the accessibility and the wheelchairs out to the world. Think about what we can do so what you've done, Tally Max and your group, bringing everyone together and all the voices, even different voices, you guys, having a safe place where we can have that dialogue and come together with solutions. So congrats, you guys, everyone listening. Stay involved. Commit you're committed to for the next time. And let's see how we can all make this world a great place kids and grandkids so thank you thank you sherry that's really inspiring example what you are sharing and i would like to remind that sherry it is a pioneer of disability movement and thanks to your action you can see in the united states uh, everywhere the places for parking for people with disability this is this was really great achievement and thanks to you all every person matters and everyone's opinion is very important and therefore we are here today and i would like to ask our next guest brigraj singh how do you think how important it is to raise the vital questions for our society thank you anastasia so i think uh, it is very important for everyone first of all to become aware about what is happening 
and then raise their voices so that it is properly addressed thank you so much prigraj and uh, definitely it is important and it is so inspiring to have people from all over we know the number of views coming from india and from your region is amazing and we see sincere interest in this topic and i would like to ask ivan uh why do you think it's so important for people to actually understand the nature of processes that are going on in climate change today well people are mixing up many uh many different things for example when people are calling a CO2 problem a climate change it actually not it has nothing to do with climate it <clears throat> has to do with uh, ecology which is also a very important problem and i believe uh, CO2 is not the only factor that's uh, you know destroying our ecology these days we we have to be much more careful with what we do and how we do it we should be watching our forests and 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 fisheries and so on uh, so but for me this um, uh this conference uh, it was an eye opener in in which sense uh, we i'm used to looking at data because i'm always searching for it and uh, uh lately we, we just got so tied up in it that everything became a number but this conference brought all the puzzles together and you know it was shocking to see how big of a picture it, it created and how scary this picture was because it actually touched almost every aspect of human life and uh, the problem actually happened to be way beyond our planet it's not only uh, one little factor like co2 or um, any other thing you you could think of right because we, lately we got used to okay we got more thunderstorms so we got many floods or we got fire but our entire planet is in grave danger and so everything that lives on it as well thank, thank you. you so much ivan yes definitely but the good point that we still can unite unite our scientific potential and come over any challenges we're facing right now the thing is unity just like sherry was able to accomplish a lot of unbelievable results with the disability movement imagine what we are capable of doing all together and for that the most important is to understand what is actually going on so thanks to the scientists like our next speaker a doctor professor matthias holschneider from the university of potsdam germany we can find out what actually going on with the cosmic rays his studies on earth's magnetic shields are showing us what our planet is going through magnetic field is our natural shield and this shield has been weakening for decades let's listen to matthias and uh, see what he has to say about uh, his studies please thank you very much for this uh effort to organize such a global conference my name is uh, matthias holschneider i am a mathematician by profession with the physical background and i'm working on all kinds of applications of mathematics in the natural sciences i am part of a modeling team that tries to model the uh, earth magnetic field and this of course is a, is a joint effort a worldwide joint effort to produce good models and we in potsdam have produced a little contribution to this so we take part in this adventure to describe the earth's magnetic field we have developed a model 
of um, the Earth magnetic field based on 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 CHAMP and swarm data. You have certainly heard about the swarm mission: three satellites flying around the Earth, uh, measuring simultaneously the Earth magnetic field. And well, we have what is called a candidate model that we have proposed to the community that has been well received. If you estimate these parameters from our models, you see actually a, a move of the of the North Pole. This is not unusual. It's always moving a little bit. But what is more important, its strength seems to be weakening. Okay, this is what we observe. So we have some ideas what it could be. Well, it could be really a reversal. It could be the beginning of a reversal. Okay, nobody has ever really observed a reversal. We have historic records with little data. So we have some models that interpolate this data. This gives us some idea what is happening through, in, through an ex excursion. It could be that during this uh, um, reversal, during, uh, during a reversal, that the strength diminishes and then kind of it pops up on the other side. It's one scenario which is possible. Uh, it could also be just an excursion. That is, the Earth's magnetic field wiggles a little bit around, but then comes back. No one knows. What we actually know is if the magnetic field dramatically diminishes, so if the, our shield will disappear, this will be a complete catastrophe for us. You have the sun, which is bombarding us with uh, highly dangerous particles, uh, the so-called solar wind. And of course, we have the cosmos too. And we have a shield, which is our main protection against this, which is uh, the Earth's magnetic field. So the charged particles drop into this magnetic field and then spiral down and they pop up at the North and South Pole. Now, if the Earth's magnetic field cannot play this role anymore, we will be subject to this constant flu of particles, which will hit us. And it's not the... Uh, a little bit like getting sunburned. It's you cannot imagine. It's like being in a in an X-ray uh, machine all day through. So it's it's it will it will kill us if by by bad luck a dying star which which produces such a gamma burst is really oriented towards us. As far as I know, it will be devastating. It will be just uh, uh, nothing, nothing will protect us. Gamma just gamma. It's like light. It's like light at a very high frequency. It will not be perturbed, perturbed by the by the magnetic field. So the magnetic field will not protect us against it. But we have the phenomena of outgassing, and this might very well has happened to Mars. So this is the theory because Mars had once an atmosphere. One is pretty sure a, a very dense atmosphere. Now it's it's very uh, very little gas over there. But uh, one believes that Mars had a very dense atmosphere that has been destroyed by the sun, essentially. So it's outgassing of the atmosphere because the solar wind, if it comes too too close to our atmospheric layer, it will always take some particles away from it, kind of. Yeah? So it, it washes out our atmosphere. And uh, magnetic field is preventing our atmosphere to suffer the same, the same uh, drainage as the atmosphere of Mars once. It's, of course, we have the direct influence of these rays. Yeah, sure. But we also have magnetic storms. Yeah. This is, this is, uh, something which also influences us. It's not the particles that are then dangerous, but the strong magnetic fields we have on, on the earth. 
Because all of a sudden, as you, as you know, a changing magnetic field and a wire will induce currents. Just this magnetic energy that comes will will create will create a, a problem on our high developed society because it will cause failure of our electric devices. It's good to create a public awareness of this. Thank you so much, Matthias. And I love how Matthias says that, of course, it's a common knowledge that we have three satellites going around our planet and constantly giving us the picture of what's going on with the magnetic field. But unfortunately, I personally never heard about this before I really started studying this subject. And that happened when a friend of mine from Argentina, he gave me a call and he was sounding so worried. He said, you know, I don't really want to stay living in Argentina because we have this huge threat when the satellites flying above our country are falling down, crashing because of abnormal amount of solar radiation they get in. And then I was like, whoa, what's going on? And he says, you know, it's called the uh, South Atlantic Anomaly. It's a huge dent in our magnetic shield that has been expanding. And what's the most terrifying, since 2015, uh, just in six years, uh, yeah, six years, it took to get another exactly the same dangerous zone about south, above South Africa. So all the scientists who have been telling us that don't worry that that has been there forever. No, just in five years, something abnormal happened, which broke all their predictions. And now they have to switch off the satellites' computers when they fly in above the zones, just because otherwise they're crashing and falling apart like... It happened in uh, throughout the whole past decade with Japanese satellites, Russian satellites, and even international space space stations, which is off their uh, sensitive uh, computers when flying over. And it also possesses a danger for the uh, astronauts, of course. What's not being told about that combined with a very uh, fast shifting on the North Pole, this picture is exactly the picture from those satellites which showing how the uh, how it got expanded right now the zone is make, uh, getting bigger and bigger and uh, what's uh, the most interesting about this picture so this is available on the website of European Space Agency so as on NASA website but the videos about this are hidden on their YouTube channels so they kind of showing this information for the specialists who are only searching specific subject, then they are able to find it. But this is topic nobody talks about on the news just because nobody knows what to do with it. Can you imagine we have a, a tremendous amount of radiation about South America and South Africa? What to do? Are we going to evacuate the whole continents, countries? It's impossible to even think. But people are in threat of getting this uh, exposure to the tremendous amount of radiation. So this is really some challenges we are facing as a human civilization altogether and solve them. Solving them is possible only on a global level with a global unity. Yeah, thank you, Tali. And thanks a lot for bringing this topic. And it is very urgent and essentially, like I would like, as Professor Schneider mentioned, why do we need our uh, magnetic field? So magnetic field, it is our protection from the cosmic radiation. But in addition to that, the magnetic field holds atmosphere and it holds water on our planet. And then 
people are exposed like to the areas without magnetic field it's it's very dangerous for the health unfortunately there is no uh, comprehensive studies on that but we know that these people could have very high risks and i would like to introduce our next speaker the Nir Shaviv uh, from the Hebrew University of Jerusalem. What is unique about this speaker that he is known for his solar and cosmic ray hypothesis of the climate change. He was one of the first or essentially the first person saying that the climate change is not caused by humans. He's talking about the influence of the cosmic radiation and importance of the position of our planet in the cosmic space. Let's watch his talk. Hi, my name is Nir Shabdiv. I'm a professor of physics at the Hebrew University in Jerusalem. And I'm happy to be here. I hope Whatever I have to say is going to be interesting. I'm an astrophysicist, and uh, one of the things uh, I've, uh, I've stumbled into, I started working uh, already, well, 20 years ago, I guess, um, was the effect that uh, cosmic rays have on climate uh, and how the sun is affecting the climate. Uh, cosmic rays are high-energy particles which uh, come from outside the, the solar system that are actually accelerated when uh, massive stars die in large explosions called uh, supernovae. And uh, these explosions accelerate uh, particles to high energies. Uh, they diffuse in the Milky Way and they can reach uh, the solar system. And the interesting thing is that these cosmic rays are the dominant source of ions in the atmosphere, uh, such that uh, when there are more uh, supernovae in our vicinity, in our galactic vicinity, uh, we have a higher amount of uh, ions in the atmosphere. And uh, it's, it so happens that these ions in the atmosphere play an important role in the formation of uh, what's called the cloud condensation nuclei, which are uh, aerosols or whatever, uh, upon which water can condense uh, when you reach 100% humidity, um, such that... Uh, this ionization affects the properties of clouds and uh, with it the energy budget uh, of Earth. Uh, and as a consequence, um, changes in solar activity which uh, change the flux of cosmic rays or changes in our galactic environment translate to climate change here on Earth. When they reach the solar system, uh, they have to penetrate the solar wind. The sun has the winds, and when the sun is more active, it changes its activity, for example, over the 11-year solar cycles, the north and south magnetic polarity switches around the 11 years. So we have these variations in solar activity, both on short timescales and on long timescales, a, which modulates the flux of the, or the, the strength of the solar wind. So when the sun is more active and we have a stronger solar wind, less of these cosmic rays can penetrate the solar system and less of them can reach uh, the Earth, such that a, when the sun is more active, we get less cosmic rays reaching the Earth and we get less ions in the atmosphere. I mean, it, it should be noted that uh, if Earth didn't have a magnetic field, 
uh, we would have had another problem because Earth magnetic field uh, does shield the top part of the atmosphere from the high energy particles coming from the sun, and without it, Earth's uh, atmosphere uh, would have been ablated. Uh, or what could have happened is that energy particles could hit a uh, water uh, vapor, break it down to oxygen and uh, and uh, hydrogen, uh, and we would have lost uh, we would have lost the uh, the hydrogen, and with it we would have lost the the water on Earth. So it could be that Earth's uh, magnetic field uh, is important for us to keep the water. If you have a supernova, for example, take place. Uh, I don't know, it's 10 light years away for, from us or something like that, you know, a few tens of light years away from us, then the amount of gamma rays that we can get could have biological effects. So the interaction produces a lot of new stars, and it's the new stars which can uh, die as supernovae and produce all, you know, this interesting uh, astrophysical phenomena. Galaxies which collide uh, will give rise to uh, more supernovae and more cosmic rays or whatever. So if you have a planet living uh, in a solar system or in a stellar system in such a, such a galaxy, then during this few hundred million years where the star formation rate is much higher than average, uh, you're more likely to find a supernova in your vicinity, which you know will have the detrimental effects. If you look at gamma rays, which are significant at, at very high energies, they have to come from uh, our, vici uh, our, vis our cosmological vicinity. They cannot come from out the other side of the universe. So uh, there are sources like that that uh, you can see that necessarily come from, from uh, maybe active galaxies in our cosmological vicinity. And probably they are associated with, um, with uh, what's called AGNs. These are galaxies with uh, active galactic nuclei. I think that we have the technology for uh, so all of us to have uh, good lives, okay? Technology-wise, we have no problem. We can, uh, you know, get as much energy as we want. Uh, we can do that without ruining the environment. Uh, but what we have to learn uh, is, first, not to ruin the environment. You know, it's nicer to live in a greener uh, world. I, I don't think the problems are technological or uh, natural. They all have to do with the... Uh, the social. Humans should be nicer to each other, to be a nicer world. Uh, I also think that, you know, a lot of the changes that we have around us are changes that uh, we should live with as opposed to try to fight. Uh, you know, climate has always been changing. We should uh, learn to adapt as opposed to try and change uh, the climate. I know, we should be, we should be nice to each other uh, to begin with. Thank you so much. As you've seen, uh, so is Anir, so is Matthias. They're real scientists from universities who have uh, a different look from the, what we see on the media. Uh, as we already know from the conference, some people were openly saying, yeah, we get unpaid to go on conferences and uh, talk about CO2 because those who pay us, they're involved in trading the emissions uh, uh, so-called uh, Paris Pact, where they allow people to, uh, countries, to trade emission uh, numbers. Uh, it's hilarious that real facts are not being shown, but we only see this buzz. Uh, let me ask 
Ivan, to uh, explain to us what exactly it means that uh, the supernova can occur and uh, why is this galactic, uh, galactic radiation is uh, different from the solar? What exactly uh, did Nirshavib mean here? Yes, I, I really appreciate Nirshavib for what he did say. He's probably one of the uh, like most honest sci- scientists who you know dare to oppose the IPCC uh, decision of blaming everything on CO2. But uh, importance in his work is that uh, he actually looked at the facts and he noticed that the, our climate that is changing is done mostly, um, is affected by cosmic rays, which is a gamma ray radiation. What is so bad about this gamma ray radiation? Why didn't we talk about it before? And, you know... We used to think about that all, all our problems come from the sun. So because it's the closest star, uh, it has uh, different kind of bursts. Uh, it has solar wind and everything else that can penetrate, that can cause the um, uh, northern exposures and so on. But the thing is with gamma rays, gamma rays come through our magnetic field like knife through butter. It's almost... Uh, it, it, has no effect on gamma rays. Like, on, like maybe it does very small one, but basically they come uh, w- without a problem whatsoever. And what what that do, uh, what that do? It creates ionization in our atmosphere, and uh, that allows the conditions for clouds to form. So basically, and what happens is the amount of energy that comes in and the amount of energy that comes out, that what he said about the budget, uh, equals to um, such a condition that energy, uh, heat basically, is accumulated on our planet. That's why we see the warming. But what, what another thing that it does, it destroys the um, nice um, collusion of effect of how things work on our planet. Because we have many spheres. We have atmosphere, we have uh, lithosphere, and so on and so on. We also have Earth's core, and we also have uh, uh, processes which come inside our planet. And those gamma rays, they have effect basically on everything we have, starting with Earth's core and ending up also on the biological life on the surface. So uh, given that fact, it it's kind of destroys. It's like a stick in the wheel of a bicycle. When it comes through, things start falling apart. And that's what is going on with our planet. Uh, Another thing is it's affecting not only our planet, we can see the effects on the entire solar system. And here's the scary part about the situation. On one hand, it's wonderful that solar activity is not that great these days and, uh, you know, sun is not trying to kill us as it usually tries. But uh, because it has such a low activity, uh, the protective shield which it provides to the entire solar system is low. So uh, these gamma rays are coming through uh, another shield which was protecting us from them uh, with much higher potence and uh, higher energy which can create more damage on our planet. 
Thank you so much, Ivan. Uh, I know there is so much more you have to say about this, but uh, maybe we could uh, get a little bit more of information from the next video we have prepared on the galactic cosmic rays. And please, can we see this video? It's going to be very interesting to see this uh, in this uh, form for easy to digest form for our viewers. Thank you. that you will not find in the headlines of world mass media. Air and water are disappearing from our planet. Unknown radiation from outer space is slowly killing people. Slowly? Not really. In 2021, scientists from the LHAASO Observatory discovered ultra-high energy cosmic accelerators within the Milky Way, short-term, but very powerful outbursts of radiation occur when dense neutron stars collide with each other, supernovas explode, or when stars or planets disappear in black holes. Such hard radiation is rapidly destroying the ozone layer in the Earth's atmosphere. It can trigger acid rains all over the planet. In the absence of the ozone layer, intensive UV radiation along with abundant acid rain will be able to destroy all life on Earth in the shortest possible time. This is happening because the sun's magnetic field, which protects us from dangerous cosmic rays, has significantly weakened as the sun is now at its minimum. At the exact moment when deadly radiation flies to us from the depths of space, the sun protection is minimal. Galactic cosmic rays reach the upper layers of the Earth's atmosphere and destroy it. This is accompanied by increased volcanic activity, earthquakes, and extreme weather events. But worst of all, we're at risk of losing oxygen and water. After all, it is the atmosphere that keeps the conditions for life on Earth. And the situation gets even more serious due to the fact that the Earth's magnetic field, the protective dome that protects us against threats from outer space, has begun to burst at the seams. There are already huge areas where the protection has critically weakened. Thus, the Brazilian magnetic anomaly, in fact, an energy hole has increased to an unprecedented size. It is already reaching the west coast of Africa and continues to grow. The strength of the magnetic field over the western hemisphere is weaker than over the eastern hemisphere, and it continues to destroy itself. It is also anomalous that at the moment the drift velocity of the magnetic north pole has increased sixfold. In addition, the magnetic field itself is rapidly weakening. This indicates that the magnetic poles are beginning to invert, during which the magnetic field may even disappear completely for a period of time. Solar shielding is minimal. The Earth's electromagnetic field is weakened, and the stratosphere, which preserves oxygen, has decreased by 400 meters because of our activities. What is the danger to us? A little more and cosmic radiation will kill us all. 
Doesn't this news deserve front page coverage in every publication in the world? Does it not deserve that we all pay attention to it? While our attention is directed to making money, the race for alpha superiority, conflicts, the destruction of life and atmosphere is taking place. Even a child understands that we will not survive without air. Many people dream of flying to Mars, a planet without atmosphere and life. Very soon, Martian landscapes could be seen on our planet. To save life on Earth, or to remain indifferent to its destruction. Life or death of all humankind. This is the choice every one of us is facing now. Yes, this is exactly true that currently all inhabitants of the earth are in mortal danger and it could be that all vegetation, oxygen and water could disappear from the surface of the earth. And as already Ivan said that right now the gamma rays are headed straight to our planet and under conditions then we have very weak magnetic field and solar minimum it leads, uh, leaves us absolutely helpless against the deadly radiation. And essentially, it is related to the position of our planet in a cosmic space. And at the moment, uh, the Earth and the solar system are moving through the spiral arm, Orion arm of the Mil Mil galaxy Milky Way. On December 21st, 2012, we crossed the galactic equator. And it means that the end of the 24,000 years cycle. And now we are at the closest point of interaction with another galaxy. And you can see, you can see it on a video that our solar system is just came out from the nearest stars, stars cluster and it is open to the cosmic radiation. And in essentially like the two galaxies are approaching each other, they're changing the angle and uh, position in a space and that creates um, the vib vibrations. In the scales of the galaxy, it is unnoticeable, but for our Earth, the impact is too huge. And the flux of the galaxy rays are hidden directly to our solar system and all spheres of the earth are getting affected and we observe changes in all of them and we do observe it causes the climate change and as already ivan said the key feature of gamma radiation that it is highly energetic it have enormous destroying power and it passes through our magnetic field and it's not hindered by anything. And it is, we know how solar can be dangerous for us, but the gamma rays, we really cannot feel them. We know about the dead zone on the earth like Chernobyl and nobody could live here. And these dangerous rays right now are, uh, are aiming our planet and NASA reports that amount of these gamma rays is increasing and it reached uh, the record 
record maximum by record level. And you will hear, you will ask how gamma rays are related to our planet. And as already Ivan mentioned that our solar system, it is a closed system and it is really fine tuned system. And then we have any external factors that destroys these fine tuned mechanisms. And essentially the gamma rays are these external factors which lead into the destruction of this fine-tuned mechanism of the Earth. And under these conditions, the, uh, the mechanisms of Earth get destroyed and we observe very serious effect on the climate and on, um, in, every, in every point we can see the changes. And uh, what is going on essentially that the galactic rays causes the activity in the crust of the Earth and the Earth core, its heart, it's getting destroyed. And during this process, the enormous amount of energy gets released and that causes the heating of the oceans and awakes volcanoes and causes earthquake and anomalous weather floodings in every part of the world and thunderstorms and tornado, all these are the effects of cosmic radiation. But in addition to destroying the Earth core, the cosmic rays also affect our atmosphere. The atmosphere, in fact, it is the only protection we have. And right now, what scientists recorded, it is the decrease of the volume of atmosphere. It means that the volume of air is getting decreased. And it means that more and more this dangerous cosmic radiation could reach our planet. So like what we see is that essentially the effect of cosmic rays, it is so huge, they impact both the core of our planet and its outer surface atmosphere. And the effect of this cosmic rays we can observe outside. Everyone now talks about the climate change. And so essentially this happening right now, then all mechanisms, protective mechanisms of the earth are weakened and nobody could really avoid the effect. And it is the effect, the consequences of this radiation to all living things are practically irreversible. Just if we can just think what could happen on a planet, it is that cosmic rays, they destroy the ozone layer. And in addition, the radiation can contaminate our environment and food chains getting damaged. The ultraviolet uh, light level is increasing that causes DNA and RNA molecules. And almost all types of living organisms could go to extinct. And like how the situation can develop further, essentially, it could happen according to Mars scenario. So like we know that the destruction of the Earth core results in disappearing of the magnetic field. And magnetic field holds atmosphere and water on the planet. And if magnetosphere disappears, then planet loses air and water. And it will be just that planet with a sandstorm and no any signs of living. And many people say that it is possible to survive by hiding in a shelter underground. But like if the atmosphere and water could disappear from our planet, then 
how all humans can survive. And this is really huge danger, and that requires attention of scientists, engineers, so that we can find the technologies and we can find the solutions. Thank you so much, Anastasia. That sounds really terrifying, but not everything is so bad because our technologies are really good today and we can see uh, in AI in everything. But think about it this way. We, uh, instead of developing these technologies to protect all of us, we are separated. We point them at our military budgets against one another. And where does that lead? We don't have unity. Imagine a beehive where bees are trying to get honey from one another. Who's going to bring the honey in there if they go against one another? Or let's imagine an ant hill where ants separated and fighting against each other. Will this ant hill survive? I don't think so. And this is where it's crucial to use all the important experience we have in unity. United uniting people, just like Sherry Watson did with the disability movement. Just imagine this tremendous progress we can achieve building the creative society where we talk about whole civilization united and pointing our technologies for the best. That's why I would like to ask Sherry, and it's such an honor to have you here with us. I would like to ask you what kind of, what, what is the experience? What is the uh, the things that we can apply on the global level from your personal experience participating in this movement, because you have such a tremendous organizing skills and you've achieved so much. What can be applied on the global level and how do you envision this? Oh, this is so great for me, you guys, because we did it. We created a new America. We created a new world. And so we all talk about that. Right. The biggest thing for all of us is to stand back in our power. We've given our power away. We, we have the few that are saying what's good for us, what's not, and we all just sit there and go, okay. And 31 years ago, you guys, our anniversary for the Americans with Disabilities Act was last week, 31 years ago. We were a group with no voice, no money, no political power. We lived in institutions. We were out of sight, out of mind. They did forced sterilization, euthanization. I mean, we were the lowest men on the totem pole. And when they said the same thing they're saying now, oh, we're a threat to society, don't let us out, we'll ruin the pool gene, I'm not kidding. And what did we do? We didn't sit with our mask on in isolation and say, okay, you know best. We said, heck no, we'll tell you what our America looks like, and we will work together. You work for us. We pay your salary. We pay taxes all around the world. We vote you in. We elect you. So you work for us. So you guys, it's time for us to stand at our power, and we the people come together at the grassroots. What we did, you guys, we built one nonprofit corporation at the grassroots level. A few people with disabilities. We could barely walk or talk, but we had purpose. Our mission was free our people. And so together, 
we led a movement and that one nonprofit ended up 800 nonprofits in America that we led. We didn't have doctors. We didn't have social workers. We, the people, we know best. What you guys have done to rally together people, bringing in all the voices of scientists, all the different leaders, and having a place where we have different voices coming together so we can all together as the people figure it out. One of the biggest tactics with the disability movement when we did philosophy and culture, in the beginning, we spent time going institution institution, meeting with our community on language, on culture. What We're proud of who we are. And so together then, taking that message forward. So I wanted Richie to share you guys. Richie's been very, very involved in the environmental movement, very involved. And it brings a different perspective and the power of music, the power of his vision many, many years ago and, and now having the blues messenger. You know, Richie is a writer, composer, a musician extraordinaire. The Blues Messenger is how he's getting the messages out. And so when we talk about, he talks about propaganda has an agenda. Truth has no agenda. And so I'd like Richie to share from his experience in the environmental movement and a story that really brings it all together for all of us. Please, we would love to hear Richie. In the early so 90s, uh, I was involved in the environmental movement, and there was in Malibu, there was a uh, where they brought indigenous people in all from the world, all over for this big conference. Tom Cruise was there, and Nicole, and this whole thing was going on. And I remember there was the Iroquois Nation, some of the uh, oldest indigenous, he was a 104 year old elder for the indigenous. And he says, there's so much talking about saving the world and, you know, blah, 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 and uh, save the world, save the world. And I'll never forget this, what he said. He said, he said, it's not about saving the world. It's about saving the people because the earth will regenerate. It always has. And it always regenerates. And it's the cycle. Don't look things over our little mere lifetime. Look things in trillions of years, okay? This is just a very small period of time. So he says, it's not about that. It's about save the people. The problem that we have here is there are very big evildoers on this planet. The reason I wrote System of the Slaves and the why, why spiritually, and I come to you as a philosopher in a spiritual, from a spiritual side, not scientific. Scientific, you look at the cause, and not to invalidate any of that. It's all very important to understand the shields and all that. But it goes a lot deeper. The man, the thing that possibly I am bringing up here to wake up the people and wake up the world is this is man-made, and it's not man-made like you would think. Now, when I was involved in the environmental movement, yes, the plastic in the oceans, these are the real threats. But a lot of these things are man-made. Now, why are they man-made? If you think that AI, okay, is going to, uh, how they have this technology that's been being developed for 
now a century of things that are going on through the military industrial complex that has been de been developing that us common people on this call really don't really know what's going on. So what I don't hear is weather modification. Our biggest threat, our biggest threat that everybody they have they have said it's a conspiracy theory, but are you kidding me? Really? Are you really thinking that, that anybody could say, oh, well, no, nobody would do that. Well, I propose that you guys look at this worldwide. Our biggest threat is we, you have to pick the source, the right target of this small little elite that are controlling this. And this is a big, big factor. And I think a lot of the scientists that are on here are pretty aware of what can be done with that. And that's what's happening. There is a lot. This is our biggest threat right now. It's being imposed and forced on mankind, on the environmental. And there's all that other aspect with satellites and, the, and, and all that. There's no doubt about it. But I just want to really wake up, wake up to the fact that this is self-imposed. It is my knowledge. It's not something that, is, that, that I've learned or that I hear. I know. Okay, and I will impart that to you today. Thank you. Thank you so much, Richard. Thank you so much. We know that system of the slaves is going viral on YouTube right now. And this is such a tremendous success of you personally and Ben, the suite. And uh, we know that there is a demand. People feel something has to be changed. They just don't know how. Each one wants to take action and we invite those people who want to be proactive to join us at alatraunites.com press the join button and inform other people that change is possible we can take the power just as sherry said and spread it among all people and even to the because we have a financial expert here with us uh Piraj, uh, Piraj, i would like to uh, ask you a question about the uh, such thing as inflation because right now it's considered normal that we working we making money and then in 10 years from now we cannot buy the same things we could afford 10 years ago and somehow we got brainwashed into believing this is normal could you please explain to us how nonsense how much nonsense it is and why it should be done differently thank you tali so uh it is known to everyone that uh, there is uneven distribution of resources and wealth across the planet. And as Richie said, there is a bunch full of elite people who are controlling it. Uh, there is a reason behind this. And uh, I feel that when basic necessities are not taken care of, one cannot think of doing or serving a bigger purpose or something which will benefit others because their basic necessities are not taken care of. And at this time, what the world needs now is financial education, as says the Robert Kiyosaki, because giving people money isn't going to solve the problem. The problem is that people just don't know what to do with their money. I would like to talk about few secrets of money, which everyone should be aware about. And uh, 
those are basically our true wealth is our time and our freedom and money is just a tool for trading our time it is a container to store your economic energy until you're ready to deploy it and the whole world has been turned away from the real money and has been fooled into using currency which is a actually deceitful imposter that is silently stealing your freedom and your time so the biggest investment one can make is on education the financial education and making everyone aware see even if you ask the people who are in banks who are your financial accountants who are experts in finance they would also know not know the difference between currency and money we all know that currency is a medium of exchange it's a unit of account it is portable durable divisible fungible also all the properties of currency is there in money also but there is one major difference between currency and money is that money has actually store it has got some value for example like over the past 5000 years gold and silver have retained the purchasing power however if you talk about the currency the dollar its purchasing power is uh, you know getting decreased every every time and uh, i think the dollar has lost 95% of its purchasing power since the creation of federal reserve back in 1913 so everyone needs to know what is the difference between currency and money and the inflation why inflation is happening because of the expansion of currency supply because banks are printing more and more money and they are bringing it to the market because of which the prices of commodities goods they are rising so the amount of money you have in your bank account it will not be the same value after 10 years or later it is going to decrease you can also say that actually the prices of things are not going up the value of currency is going down actually if you look at otherwise so people need to be aware about what to do with their money they should not think more of doing a job rather they should think of doing a business as we are all aware because of the growing technology artificial intelligence there is a lot of unemployment and uh, you would not if you think yourself as a business owner why would you pay x amount of money to people when a machine can do that task in just few seconds or in just few time you know so that is there the technology and artificial intelligence is for us it will serve as a tool however we have to think of creative ways where we can utilize the skills of people and they can add some kind of value 
to the lives of other people and that is how you know it was way back when people used to trade they used to do businesses if you talk about 100 years back or 200 years back more people were doing businesses nowadays maximum people are doing jobs but if there is some kind of automation they just lose their jobs in last one and a half years you can think what number of people have lost their jobs because of xyz reason due to some travel restrictions the businesses have been shut down so if there is no job open opportunity if there are no jobs created how would people find a source of income so people should know how to take care of their money how to use it judiciously and wisely so yeah, it's absolutely true that this inflation is really a big problem for our society and thanks a lot jarash for sharing your views so basically uh all our guest speakers it is really great honor and i uh, to talk to you and it is the solutions what you are suggesting it's really resonating with me and essentially what you're sharing what you're talking is that it sounds to me that then the biggest value in a society would be the life of humans and that everyone would be aware of it then we really will think what sequences consequences of our actions would be and i really like this message from sherry then you then she was saying that we have a power we are 8 billion of people and by raising our voice by talking what we want it is extremely important and it is definitely our conference and our speakers today are talking that global crisis is appearing in every part of our life and the consumeristic format we have right now does not offer any solution which would benefit to all people in the world and the only possible solution what we see it is to build a creative society society where the biggest value is a life of human and informing people about this initiative it's getting really important and we would also like our dear guests to hear your opinion how it is important to inform people about creative society so sherry could you please talk your vision about this informing how it is important the importance for us to keep our freedom you guys and for us to pass on the world to our kids and grandkids better the import that's how important this is to be together to create this movement and it's about solutions you know we are inundated with mainstream media you know called fake news whatever you guys want to call it but it's just all about the fear oh it's doom and gloom and everything's doom and gloom and everything's bad and now it's time for we the people just what you're doing to create a society the place for us to gather and to come together and start bringing solutions and support each other to be able to go okay in brazil 
we're going to go meet with the leaders there and all of us be there together. And in America, we're going to go meet with and together come up with solutions that we take across the world. We, the people and artificial intelligence, we have such an opportunity, you guys No doom and gloom. It's the most amazing time in the world. We can take it and make good out of it. And I'll give you an example in the disability movement. We were all locked away in the institutions. There were no curb cuts. There was no accessible transportation. We couldn't get out if we wanted, right? And so when we started talking about how we could be equal participants, how we could live the American dream in in the world, we created the Americans with Disabilities Act. We sat together just like this, the Creative Society. And we said, okay, we need wider doorways so we can all, we need ramps, we need elevators that make noises so people that are blind will know a floor. Just like right now, for the, what are we going to do for climate? What are we going to do for artificial intelligence? What Creative Society is the foundation that we build on. And, and so from the artificial intelligence, when we started looking at how we could be equal, like all of us. And I love what you're talking about with financial literacy. What we did, you guys, we created our own banks. All the systems were broken. Nothing worked. We couldn't even roll into a bank, let alone try to get credit. We worked with our department treasurer. We created our own banks that we led. And so there are no limits to what we can do. And the artificial intelligence, when we started seeing it, it all went to Department of Defense, to wars, to all the things going on around the world, right? All the great patents, IT, and artificial intelligence. We started meeting with all the labs, meet with the Defense Department. And we started removing funding, and we started setting up like drag and dictate and accessible technology so that we can be part of the world. So think about what we can do with climate, all that's going on. Use artificial intelligence in a good way. So creative society is the most important thing right now in front of us to gather movements, to start talking about solution, to start talking about how we can support each other in India and Nicaragua and America and all around the world. Those few, that, like you said, the few percent of elites that are controlling, we the people, you guys, creative society, getting people to get back in their power and supporting each other with solutions. So we're so grateful for you. We're so important. So everybody join Creative Society and together let's bring solutions forward and take our power back. Thank you so much, Sherry. Uh, we also consider Creative Society as an a natural evolution because it's a peaceful way to transition into new society, which was not possible because we didn't have these technologies. But actually, why do we delegate power to someone if I can take this device 
and make a decision right here, right now. Do I like the law? Does it improve my life or not? Why do I need the politicians who's taking bribes or being lobbied in Washington, D.C. or Moscow or <laughs> anywhere else around the world? We, the people, can use these technologies, create these online platforms and make decisions ourselves. And we need visionaries. We need, we need people who have experience like you. We need visionaries like Richie. We need people who are educated in financial field, field like uh, Brigraj and, of course, climate experts work all together in this. I would like to ask Brigraj, how can we deliver this message in the shortest possible time to the maximum amount of people, in your opinion? Actually, uh, I think nowadays everyone is using internet and uh, everyone is on social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And uh, most of the time, I think two to four hours, people are just browsing just like anything. So if we can uh, share it online through social media channels or through Zoom conferences or just by word of mouth, because nowadays with the power of internet, you can spread any message to the entire globe in just a few seconds or moments. So... I think we should all use the internet as a tool to spread this idea about the creative society and have everyone join us so that we can work and build the ideal society that everyone dreams of. Thank you, Brigraj. Yeah, thank you. That's that's totally true. And we encourage everyone to check our Alatra Unite website and to check Aid Foundation of the Creative Society. Ivan, and I would like to ask you, uh, how do you see like that the, the how important the, conf uh, the conferences like we made about the global crisis and how it is important to alert people about the climate change? Well, I think it's very important because most people, well, the world is divided into th three types of people these days, it's, as far as climate goes. Uh, one third says it's, it's all CO2, which is basically not a climate issue, it's an ecological issue, which is also important, but still. Uh, one part says nothing is going on, you're just trying to make money on us, but there's nothing happening. And there is... Uh, People like us who say that everything is happening, you have to wake up. It's not even wake up. It's time to get up and save your butt. You know, it's something that has to be done now because otherwise there's nothing, no, nothing else you can do. It's going to be too late. It's not, you have no time to wake up. You have no time to think about it. You just, it's time of action already. Because it's we are behind certain points, and one more point we're gonna miss, one more stop, and and that's it. There's nothing to save. So yeah. people have to know about it, and they have they have to know about it yesterday. So we we have to speak up, really. That's true. I totally agree with you, and I really like your point that it is not time to wake up. It is time to get up, and essentially the global conference global crisis with affects everyone shows the importance how important to bring all these topics to the discussion 
And I would like to announce that on December 4, there will be another international conference, the Global Crisis, the Time of Truth. And today the world is changing and the climate crisis is really growing up so fast. And by uniting, we can overcome all these challenges. We can build creative society. And to do this, we need to notify all people and spread all this information all over the world. Thank you so much, Anastasia. And for all people who question it, because people, I'm reading comments in chats and people asking, what is creative society? What's the difference? Why you don't call it socialism? Because it's not socialism, because it's something we've never seen before. It has nothing to do with the old stereotypes about capitalism, communism, socialism, because all those systems, they look like pyramid. They had power, elites with a power and number of people serving them. Nothing like that can be preserved in the future. Exactly how Richie said, we're talking about upside down. All power belongs to all people equally. There's no one who controls people, all, no elites. Everyone has equal amount of power through the device they make in decisions. It's impossible to bribe eight billions of people to pass the law that goes against their health. It goes their own interest, right? And each law that we pass on this online platform will be verified against simple things. Does it improve quality of my life? Does it make it safer, brings more transparency, and so on with all the eight foundations? That's why I really love Rich's message when he was saying, let's take the power back to people. And we don't have to go against those. We just have to unite. When we unite, those elites, they are not even visible among these 8 billion people. It's just a question of how fast can we unite. And this is where we need visionaries and people who can collect this attention like Richie does with the sweet band and spreading his message. So I know Richie has a plan to go tour, touring in the USA, North America tour. And could you please let us know how, how, uh, what your plans are and how do you plan to promote this idea with your huge uh, following? Well, the band is touring sweet, but uh, my group, the Blues Messenger, we have a new new record that's coming out it's called we rise and uh a lot of the songs are power to the people come to come together with the usa uh many of the songs are freedom fighting songs and uh so right now sherry is involved in putting together the tour uh, we're talking about that we will let you guys know when the dates start arising for the blues messenger uh, in Suite, I'm the drummer. I compose a lot of the material. But in The Blues Messenger, I am the singer, songwriter, guitarist. And uh, so that's what we're doing is, is to organize that. So, you know, we're looking for opportunities with everybody out there uh, to formulate that. We talked about possibly a concert. See, music changes the world. It's already a proven art. That's what I like about the Creative Society is because listen to that title that you guys have. Can you envision concerts around the world that bring us all together with this vision of individualistic freedom? Not, not an idea where, uh, you know, we're all, you know, we're all one. We're all separate. We're all individuals. Okay. We all have our own universe, universes, so to speak. 
on a spiritual level. We're all so much alike, but we're all so much different. And we must keep that. And with music, we can share that vision. We can bring us all together in one unified experience. I was there during the 60s. Unfortunately, it was co-opted with drugs. It opened a lot of minds. That was fine, too. But now we have an opportunity to bring art to the forefront. Art is what changes cultures. It's been proven. Okay? So art, we can bring everybody collectively and everybody, all the components. Can you imagine a concert where there's booths set up with all people's positive messages, with them talking about financial, other ways to go, you know, with that, a communion, one vision. 32 years ago, I had a spiritual experience, and I've been on this path for many years. Everything I've done in my life has been for this purpose. And it's amazing to finally see a platform of like-minded people start coming together, find out who really are the real targets that are creating this, and start coming up with the solutions with action plans. There's enough with you can have your conferences and you can talk about it, but which, why Sherry is the president of our movement, People for a New America and People for a New World, and now with linking up with you, is because they had an action plan, step by step by step. And just like you guys do, you're formulating that, and we want to contribute to that. So to answer that, uh, yeah, we're going to be rocking and rolling. We're going to get the right people together with the right messages, and it's all about messaging. It's all about branding. It's what we're all doing. Thank you. See, I can see a concert co-sponsored by people from the New World, the Creative Society. Can you imagine, you guys? So let's put it out there. It's going to happen. Yeah, that's for sure. And essentially, we are talking about the importance of music and how Richie described it's exactly how we envision the role of artist, musician in the creative society is that to share this message about the values, about what is important so that everyone can have meaning in their life and we can have meaningful conversation and being united in one goal, creating the society which will allow to raise the potential for every person. This is going to be possible. And thank you so much for your participation today. And it was really bright and inspiring. You all so great guests, and we will be really happy to see you again on Alatra TV. Thank you very much. It's such a huge honor to talk to all of you. Thank you, and it's also an honor. Thank you. Thank you all. Blessings. Thank you. Thank you very much. See you soon. Yes. And for all our viewers, I would like to remind that you can go on alatraunites.com, press join us button, and be active in participation because we need everyone to build a creative society. This is really possible, but it's only possible if each of us takes active participations. Thank you, and 
stay tuned with us. We still have a lot more coming and we have amazing roundtable coming up tomorrow at the very same time with uh, Professor Severtkin from Moscow State University with Douglas Vogt from the Diehold Foundations here in the U.S. and with uh, surprisingly uh, presidential candidate from 2020 elections uh, here in the United States. So, Uh, yeah, it's going to be really exciting. Uh, please join us tomorrow at the very same time and have a wonderful rest of the day. See you.